Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another re-edition, re-edition, re- I don't know what to say. I'm trying to sound smart, but whatever. <laughs> it's whatever you want to call it, baby. That was people. I said baby. I don't know why I said that. Okay, whatever. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but uh, welcome back to another episode, a controversial, it might be controversial today, it might be calm today, it might, you never know, you never know what I might feel like today, how I feel like, you just never know. But it's another episode of the whatever you want to call a podcast. So we ready and we're ready to talk about sports. We're ready to talk about everything around, going around, upside down, upside down, upside it, all in the all in the mix of the NBA and the NFL and sports, all that stuff. But uh before we get to all that stuff, before we get to the black history moment or the black history person that I want to talk about today. We're going to just go up, give you an update on sport, everything that's going around in sports, uh, the NBA, the NFL. We got the thing that's going on right now with the NFL with uh, JJ Watts, the JJ Watts situation where we don't know where he's going to go. I really get nervous because I'm, because I was just, I was watching a lot of, uh, like people talking about it and about where JJ Watts might go. Like a part of me wants JJ Watts to come and it really feels, I'm, and I want I don't want to get my hopes up too bad because the Packers are notoriously known to not go out to people like this. Like we were like like literally uh, a year away, like technically a year away from getting Cleo Mack, and we didn't get him. Like literally, he was it was I think we had we was gonna sign him for four years and the Bears signed him for five. And literally he was gonna come to Green Bay. So like I I don't want to get my hopes up too bad just to get just to get them broken. So I don't. I want JJ Watt so bad, but I'm just trying to like, trying to treat my, trying to not think about it so much because I, as a fan of football, of course, I would love him to go anywhere. I mean, you know, just to see him go anywhere and be successful other, with the other, with the exception of the Texans. But for me, it's just like the fan, the fanboy of uh, the Packers fanboy in me wants him to come to Green Bay. Like just, just because I want him to come to Green Bay. Cause, I know for a fact they're gonna. First of all, we already know Aaron Rodgers is gonna automatically be us, make us in a playoff, make us be in a playoff automatically off top, like off top, off GP. Like Aaron Rodgers is gonna, we gonna be in a playoff next year with Aaron Rodgers. It's, it's that's a done deal. We already know that, unless some catastrophic happens where Aaron Rodgers get injured again or something like that, and we have them one of them bad seasons again. But I don't think that's gonna happen. But I truly feel like if we get JJ Watt, man, it's right there. It's it's right there for the taking, right there. I mean, with the and then you might say, well, he's not. We don't really know the scheme right now with the defense, new defensive coordinator. So we don't know what defense we getting out of this defensive coordinator or whatever. But for me, I just feel like it's still a chance to go after. Like if you have a chance to go after him, just go after him. Like stop being cheap. Like the Packers and the Bucks are notoriously known to be just cheap, cheap, cheap. I mean, and it just it sometimes bites you in the back. Because that's what happened with the Patriots. That's why Tom Brady didn't. Well, I think they just gave him on Tom Brady. Really, truly, I don't think they wanted to. Now nah, they want to pay him. I think they knew, like, okay, he's gone. Was they proved he proved him wrong in the winning the Super Bowl? But 
but I mean, we all can do that. I mean, if you really want to tell the truth, Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers had that roster, he would probably would have won the Super Bowl too. So just to tell you, put facts to facts, that Aaron Rodgers probably would have won with that kind of defense they had. Patrick Mahomes could have won with that kind of defense. I mean, with all them good wide receivers and that tight end, I mean, not tight end, but Mike Evans, Gronkowski didn't play well this year, but I mean, he played good enough to win the Super Bowl. But if you had that roster, I, I mean, anybody, I mean, I don't say anybody, if Deshaun Watson had that roster, he probably would have won the Super Bowl. That's how bold I am about that damn defense in the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers defense showed what they really were, and they were the best defense in the NFL this year. I mean, we, I, I, I didn't want to believe it because I'm like, oh, man, they just, they just, they, they, they timely. They ain't really, they don't give up a lot of stuff. Their secondary is pretty suspect, but they proved us all wrong in the Super Bowl by shutting out the Chiefs and not letting them score any touchdowns at all. This, I mean, any touchdowns. And you, who would have thought that Patrick Mahomes, the Patrick Mahomes that we all was bragging about saying he's transcended and he's this and that and, he didn't score a single touchdown in the game. I mean, they had chances to do it, but to not to not even see them score a touchdown is like seeing a werewolf. You ain't gonna ever see it. Like it's not it's not gonna happen. Like it's just it's it's like seeing something on a Jurassic Park, like a Tyrannosaurus. You're not gonna see it. It's it's rare. It's not even it's a every blue moon. It's not you're not gonna see Patrick Holmes and the Chiefs not score a single touchdown. They might get one or two, but they're not going to not get a single touchdown. Like, they might have games where they get one or two or whatever. They have an off game, but it's not going to have no touchdown. You would have never thought that. But, that I mean, that's what the Super Bowl and the playoffs is about, unpredictability. So, I mean, it's whatever, bro. But um, speaking of all that and J.J. Watt and stuff, but I, I, like I said, I truly feel like, like I said, the fan of me wants them to go anywhere, and I think, He'll be successful anywhere other than the Texans. I uh, just I'm just speaking on just that and how the Texans are just terrible. And the crazy thing is Dallas is terrible too. So it's like that whole little Texas area is just terrible, full of terrible GMs and owners and coaches. I mean that whole Dallas area, like the Texans and the Dallas Cowboys are just they're in the same boat right now with just terrible decisions right now. I'm, and I don't know. Speaking of Dallas though, man, I mean they don't sign my man Dak. Or not? I mean, this this is getting really irritating. I mean, Jerry Jones is about. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't. I call people stupid because I people called me stupid before when I was little, and I really didn't like it. And I I, I used to get in fights because of that. But this is a stupid move. This is one of the stupidest moves that I mean, I mean not that, but Jerry Jones can make in his career. I mean, in his like, in his career in his life, this is one of the, the stupidest moves that he can probably do. I mean, he's gonna regret this if he don't sign Dak. He's gonna regret this for the rest of his life. Like he's gonna look back and say, "Yeah, I should have signed that motherfucker." Like I, he he really should. He's really gonna have to. Like it's it's, it's that's all it is for me. I, I that's all I'm saying right there, though. Like it's he he's gonna have to like say, "Okay, I, suck it up, and suck it up to stop being a little a little little b b word." I'm not gonna say it, but stop being a little b word <laughs> and. And and sign the man like you know you want to sign him and the, and the thing about it is like what are you trying to get for him? And you might say okay we trying to get a um another quarterback okay you getting another quarterback y'all don't have no damn offensive line Zeke Elliott Ezekiel uh, Elliott hasn't been the same he's look he looks overweight so it's like okay what are you what are you trying to do because you 
like you're gonna do the same thing you do did to the other guy. You gonna wait, and then when he get good and go good, you are gonna not sign him too. Like it don't make sense. Or you gonna keep Andy Dalton? You're not gonna win any games like with Andy Dalton. And I'm sorry to say, like I'm not, I don't want to be that still like a a hater or nothing like that because Andy Dalton was he did what he could do in Cincinnati, but he's a loser. He's a loser. I mean, I'm sorry. And it's so as sorry, and you might seem like, oh, I'm just a media person. I'm just talking the side of my head, but he is just the facts are the facts. I mean, he is a loser. He's not not gonna win you many games. He's probably gonna win you six or seven at the most. And the way your defense is, it your defense plays, they're not gonna win you many games either. So you're gonna go six and something every year. Like you're not gonna win many games at all. The NFC East is the most under interchangeable division in the entire league. I mean, they change much as people change their feelings about me. Like that, it's it, they change it every day. Every day, somebody has something wrong. It's it's so interchangeable. Like you don't know. Like literally, that's the most unpredictable. Like it's you know sometimes you do stuff. You be like, okay, that's unpredictable. Or some people are un- unpredictable. Then that's each of the most unpredictable thing in the world. And yeah, I, I just saw a lot of things that were unpredictable. I mean, but this is just one of these one of these divisions that you don't know. It's like literally coin toss, and you're like, okay. And even when you submit a coin to say, okay, this team gonna win the division, you might be wrong. It, that's the crazy thing is. That's why it's it's. I, I'm feeling like the Washington football team might pull it off. They might be the team that say, okay, well, they might be the team that okay they can, they can push because Chase Young and them guys are balling. Alex Smith ain't retiring anytime soon. So I mean. It, they they might come back. They might. I mean, I don't know. It all depends on what the Washington football team does in the draft and the free agency. If they can get some guys to come to Washington or get some guys in a free agency or the draft and get some decent guys, you never know. But it, yeah, it's all all the future will tell every all this, and we will figure out all this in probably the next seven months. We'll figure out what's happening with J.J. Watt and what's happening with all these other teams that we're talking about. But before I get to, even before, and now before I even get to, get to what I want to talk about, and that's the Black History person of, of this podcast podcast or the week for the today, um, we're going to talk about basketball. Of course, we can't talk about football without talking about basketball. I mean, they already postponed five games already, most likely for coronavirus or whatever. I, I just really feel like, I don't know if it's just me, but what's the point of having a season? It's, it's we gonna have so many damn postponed games. We gonna be so outdated. We are gonna have so many double headers, like where teams are playing back to back back games, and they they're trying to be costly on teams not having back to back games. But bro, it's it's been so many postponed games. It don't make no sense, bro. It is like I don't want to be that guy. But like, man, why we can't have a season? And now they are starting to have where. Now they're actually having the All-Star game, and they're said the dunk contest is going to be at halftime, and the skills challenge is going to be the pregame. I mean, it might be fun, but I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. 2020 has been weird, so we we just never know how that's going to go. But, I mean, 2020, 2020 and 21 has been started off with a bang. We got Gorilla Glue Girl. That she didn't glue her hair to her head, and now she, I mean, she got the glue out, but, I mean, it's whatever, and then you got the, <laughs> then you got the riot, and then you got the uh, what's the uh, the riot's capital. I mean, you got people being idiots and storming the capital. I mean, it we got twenty twenty one and twenty one 
and show their ass. That's pretty much what it is. That's it. I'm I'm going off topic, but fuck it. Um um <laughs> forget it. But I mean it's whatever. But um yeah, we're gonna talk about basketball though. Let's get back on topic though. But um we got the Rockets losing against the Washington Wizards uh with the uh, not Bradley Bill, but um John Wall's home coming back to Washington. He loses and they lose 31 uh, 131 to 119. Got the Bulls winning against the Pacers and OT 120 to 112. You got the Hawks losing against the Knicks 123 to 112. You got the Jazz winning against the 76ers 134 to 123. You got the Clippers winning against the Heat 125 to 118. You got the Nets winning against the Kings. 136 to 125 with KD being out. And you got the Golden State Warriors winning 129 to 98 against the Cleveland Cavaliers. So for me, like those scores are kind of like typical. Golden State, I mean, Steph, I don't know why we're not talking about Steph being MVP. It might be just because it's a record. And but I'm saying, bro, you gotta put him in a conversation or something. Because he's balling right now. He's on fire right now. Steph is doing Steph's like things. Like he's like the season Steph that we remember. I think it's probably just because. We're so used to Steph being great, and he we have like a standard of okay, this is Steph. So it's like almost like okay, even though he's averaging damn near thirty points, it's like okay, he's averaging he averaged thirty points before. So it's like it's it's kind of like a gift and a curse being so good because it's like okay, you're so good, but then it's like okay, like I, I can't I can't be like I can't be even in a conversational MVP. So it's just like oh man, it's like. It's a weird kind of conversation to talk about. It's like, okay, so he's averaging thirty. Probably gonna have he probably have like seven assists, like five, like four rebounds or something like that. I didn't really check his stats, but I know for a fact he's averaging about like thirty. Like, why is he not even in the MVP? Like, he don't got to be top. He don't got to be top two. He needs to be top five. Like, he needs to be in the top five. Like, you gotta give him give him that top five range. It's like he's still. I mean, he and I I know for a fact. The Utah Jazz do not want to play the Golden State Warriors. How, like, I know for a fact that's going to be the hardest, like, AC to play, especially if Klay Thompson come back or say if they go after somebody in the in free agency. And we don't know what can happen, like Bradley Bill. I was, I was just talking about Bradley Bill, but I mean, you never know what can happen. But just imagine if they go after somebody in, the, in free agency or if they go, or, or if Klay Thompson somehow can come back in the playoffs. This is going to be the hardest AC to face, like now, like Jazz, the Jazz or the Lakers, whoever's the one more, one seed. I, I know for a fact they're gonna be like, oh my god, why are we gonna play Golden State? Like why? Because you already know Steph gonna give you a forty piece. He's gonna give you expect. He's gonna give you a forty piece. You're gonna have to let the other guys kind of beat you. But man, if, if Steph go off for like a forty piece, I mean, I don't see how that's gonna. I mean, he they might take you to six games. You might win it, but you might they're gonna they gonna make you they gonna make you earn it. Like it's it's, it's gonna they ain't gonna be a cakewalk. But uh man, yeah, it's the Wizards. I mean the Wizards are Wizards. I mean the Wizards are gonna win some games like these and then they're gonna lose some games like these. So it's really inconsistent. I mean, you never know really with, with the uh Wizards. The Rockets are the kind of one of them teams that I think are dark horse that can play really good. When Ant Christian Wood went out, I was really feeling them, but I don't know about them right now. Christian Wood was a big big person for them and a big uh, uh underdog for them. I mean, he was a he was a, he was one of them guys that I felt like that when I think when we when he played for the Milwaukee Bucks, I watched it a lot. 
and watched him play a lot. He was a really good. I really – and it was between – and crazy thing is we had the pick between Christian Wood and DJ Wilson. I really feel like we should have kicked Christian Wood now. DJ, I mean, DJ is DJ. I mean, he, he can get you a double-double if he plays well. I mean, he's gonna, he's a stretch forward. He's going to get you a double-double if you play him to start him most likely. But, I mean, it's, it is what it is, but with that. But, um, it, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I'm just re- reflected on, like, how the Bucks and the Packers haven't did nothing the last two years other than go to the playoffs and lose. I mean, it's it's kind of really irritating me being a uh, Milwaukee or Wisconsin fan right now. Kind of irritating. I mean, Wisconsin sports are kind of like, bleh. I mean, it, it, they do great things, and then they kind of like slump in the playoffs. Don't know why, but they do. But, um, I mean, that's that is what it is. I wish I could play on the team. But it's like one of the things where I wish I could play, and I'm like, I can, but I can't at the same time. I can play because I well, used to play High school, but it's like I can't because I mean I ain't gonna say I can't because I ain't never gonna say I can't do nothing. I ain't, I'll forget that, scratch that. We ain't gonna say I can't. I probably can could. I I probably would, but I mean I just don't want to right now. That's why I'm saying I ain't gonna say I can't because that's never. You should never. That's one of the words you should never have in your vocabulary. Can't because if you can't, when you always say can't, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do that. Most times you're right. It's the quote that said. I don't know if it was Will Smith, but it was by another, another, uh, not artist, but an author or whatever, or an illustrator, whoever said it. He said, the person that says I can and the person that says I can't are both right. And basically what that means to me is basically like, okay, so the person that said I can, they're most likely right. The most that I say I can't, they're most likely right because any, first, before you even do anything in life, I'm not even talking about just straight up football. It could be something. You can be in your career. I don't care if it's sports or whatever, or you want to be a producer or whatever. The first thing you have to have before you even have supporters is your belief that you believe that you can do it. If you believe you can do it, it don't really matter who in the hell tells you that you can't do it. If you believe you can do it, that's all you need. That's really all you need. You don't need nobody telling you, oh, man, you can do it. I mean, of course, you would love supporters, but some sometimes you need to encourage yourself. Sometimes you need to be that person to say, okay, I can do this. I, 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 you don't need to have no backup. You be like, I'm my own backup. Like sometimes it just got to be like that. So I, that's what I would say. But I, I ain't gonna never say I can't do something. I, it's I, I say I can't do. It. I ain't gonna say I, I ain't never gonna say I can't. That should never be in your vocabulary, and it's not gonna be in my vocabulary to this day. I don't know why I said that. I'm, I'm, I ain't gonna, I ain't down or whatever. But it's, it's whatever. But um, we're going to get to the juice of what we're going to talk about today. And that's, uh, we, we always talk about the GOATs. We always had a comment, who's the GOAT? LeBron, Kobe, Michael Jordan, Serena Williams, even. Like, who's the GOAT of, like, all-time sports? And we say, okay, oh, like, all-time in the sports world. Like, we got multiple GOATs. Like, like I said, Kobe, Michael Jordan. I mean, you could say Dr. Dre. I mean, not Dr. Dre. Dr. J um, from Julius Irvin of the 76ers. You got Kareem. You could say Larry Bird. You could say, like I said, Michael Jordan. You got multiple people that can say multiple things about who's the GOAT of the sports and the sports world. And I, you can say that. And you can say, and the people might even say now, since Tom Brady won seven rings, you might say, well, Tom Brady's the GOAT. He's he's won seven out of the ten Super Bowls. Like he's been to, like he's the goat. 
yeah, he could be technically speaking. But if you just really speak in on just who's the GOAT GOAT, who's the guy that you be like, okay, I think Tom Brady's still chasing. It's not Kobe. It's not LeBron. It's not Michael Jordan. It's Bill Russell. That's who Tom Brady is, is going after. He That's who he's chasing right now because he got seven rings now. He kind of, I don't think he's still not the GOAT over like Mike. I mean, ain't nobody ever said, oh, I want to be like Tom. I mean, it, it ain't nobody ever said that. I mean, he really got movies after him. He got a whole shoe line for crying out loud. So come on, brother. Like, ain't nobody, I'm not going to, just because, just because you got more rings than somebody doesn't mean you the GOAT. Like, that, for me, that doesn't categorize me. You as a GOAT. What categorized me as you for you to be a GOAT is what you do outside of football and what you do, like, of course, inside of football. But, I mean, more, mainly for me is, for me, what makes some most people out a GOAT is what you do outside of football. And I don't really see Tom Brady doing a lot outside of football. I mean, he might be, but you never know. But whatever, it's whatever. But um, let's talk about Bill Russell while I'm at it. Like, while we talking about Bill Russell, who he's chasing, actually. That's who you take chasing. So Bill Russell was born in Monroe, Louisiana, and on the date of February 12th, 1934, his family moved uh, moved cross country to San Francisco Bay, to the San Francisco Bay, and where Bill Russell attended McClymonds High School in Oakland. I don't know if I said that right, but I whatever. He was pretty, he was awkward. He was a pretty awkward, remarkable center. Matter of fact, he was really good, actually. And that remarkable awkwardness earned him a scholarship at San Francisco University where he kind of balled out. You know how it is. You know how it is when you kind of do you, well, it's kind of like how Katie was. Katie was super tall. It reminded me of Katie, though. This thing reminded me of Katie. Well, the girl Russell grew to a shade under, I mean, oh, not under, over 6'9, uh, which he teamed up with. Uh, guard Casey Jones. I don't know who Casey Jones is. Y'all old school heads or y'all old heads by know who Casey Jones is. But I, I knew Casey Jones. See, my, this reminds me of when my granddad used to be like, my granddad would say something like that. Like, I, I know Casey. I know. I mean, I'm whatever. A sidebar. But, um, he, uh, played with Casey Jones, uh, and led the Dons to 56 consecutive victories. And on top of that, in 1955 and in 1956, they won an NCAA championship. And although in 1956, Casey Jones missed uh, four games for eligibility reasons. Not nah, his but player. But um, <laughs> and also in 1955, on top of all that, in 1955, Bill Russell won most valuable player and most valuable, most not valuable. But most outstanding player in the NCAA tournament. On um, and then on top of all that, to top that off in 1956, he won a U.S. gold medal in the Olympics in Melbourne in the Melbourne Games in November. The South, but then also all that after all that happened, the Celtics actually didn't even draft him right away. They were trying to kind of they were trying to like kind of because at the time, uh, what's his name? What's the GM name? I forgot the GM name. I'm gonna look it up. Let me look it up. Okay, yeah, I found out the reason why he didn't join. The reason why he joined wasn't because of the owner, my bad. It was because he was playing in the Olympics, like I said before. He was playing in the Olympics in Melbourne, in the Melbourne Games, and he couldn't go, come to, uh, like, you know, trials or practices or whatever until then. Of course, how they even got 
got to get Bill Russell. The St. Louis owner, Ben Kearney, was willing to talk and talk about trade to get get somebody else. And, you know, things happen. And they got Bill Russell. I'm not really going to go over the, the, the specifics, but you can just look it up. But eventually they got Bill Russell. But also a big stat, like a queer stat line. In the three years that uh, Bill Russell played at the University of San Francisco, he averaged 20.7 20, points and 20.3 rebounds in the three years he played on varsity at the University of San Francisco, which is even weird to line. Back then at 6'9", like, and I get why they was averaging like 20 and 20 back then, just because, and I always, I always get people these names. This is called the Chico. Like Bill Russell is officially a part of the Chico club, a Chico club. And I have a Chico club. Uh, Giannis is a part of that. Steph Curry is a part of that. LeBron is a part of that. Clay Thompson is a part of that. Um, Dame Lillard is a part of that. Uh, who else is a part of that? CJ can't. CJ McCullough can be a part of that. Um, who else is a part of that? Chico. Um, you got Dennis. Of course, you got Mike. You got Tyron Brady. You got Aaron Rodgers. You got Patrick Mahomes. You got Deshaun Watson can do some. Can he's getting there? Um, who else you got on defense? You got like Adamakan Sue, not Adamakan Sue, Aaron Donald, JJ Watt. Um, got uh Jair Alexander, Jair Alexander, Buddha Baker, um, Cam Chancellor at his in his prime, the pretty much the whole Legion of Boom at the time, or Legion of Doom, Boom, whatever you want to call it. Richard Sherman, I mean, the Russell Wilson. I mean, you got they, they're called official. They're part. They're part of the Chico Club. I have a it's a it's a club that is for it's only it's very exclusive. You only can be in it if you're officially a Chico. And if you're not, oh well, you got you ain't a Chico. Um, and of course, I am the owner. I am the 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 guy that started this. So this whatever. You can call me and say, okay, what about this guy? Uh yeah, look it up. You look at his stats and see if his stats are not here, his or her stats are not up to par of what I I feel like is a Chico. He's not a he or she is not a Chico. And by the way, Serene Williams, we could just say both of the the Williams sisters are Chico. We gonna just put that out there. But um, it's, I could have I'm more. I got more to say about Chico's, but we we're we'll talking about Bill Russell today. We are gonna talk about Chico's. We are gonna talk about that in the next episode. But um, speaking of the next episode and speaking of the next episode or the next thing that's going on. So basically, when the Celtics drafted them, they drafted them. Of course, they want to win a championship. Um, what's his name? Got got the owner's name. But uh, whatever, we're going to speak about the owner a little bit later. But basically, the owner drafted them. They did what they needed to do. They won nine championships. I mean, they went back to back to back to back to back. Like, they was winning, not back to back, but they was, he won nine championships. And then the only time he didn't go win the championship as a player, he won a player. He won nine as a player and uh, two as a player coach because um, of somebody retiring. The name is their head coach, Red Arback. He retired, and after he retired, that's when uh, Bill Russell became the first African-American head coach as a player head coach for the Celtics. But in, after that, they won two more championships right after that. And then that's when Bill Russell kind of, uh, Bill Russell uh, went through something that everybody goes through in life, and that's when that's called a challenge. And he was dominated for a while, and his greatest rival, Wilt Chamberlain, entered the NBA, and he was probably even better than Bill Russell, two times better than real Russell that people thought he was. 
And they actually, crazy thing is, they really felt like Bill Russell wasn't a skilled player, which is crazy. He's not a really skilled player, but he averaged 20, uh, 20 piece every year, like 20 and 12. I mean, 20 and 20 every year, even though he wasn't skilled like that, which is crazy, but just whatever. But, and Will Chamberlain, like I said, Will Chamberlain was even better, even better than he was. And, and they, they didn't make it any worse when he played Philly and they played him. Oh, they played one well, but eventually, of course, Philly wasn't a Philly. I mean, Philly, he, when he played for Philly, he was great, but he didn't, he couldn't get over the hump. And things got even worse for Russell. Um, he went to the Western Conference and went to the Lakers. You know, the Lakers and their dynasty and the Celtics and Lakers history. I mean, yeah, and then he eventually did what he needed to do. I mean, but, uh, it's whatever, but that, I mean, that's like, and I, I, I want, I want, I want to, uh, do a bit too could be continue on the this Bill Russell thing. Um, because I have a lot to say about Bill Russell to this. I mean, Bill Russell this episode, but I want to get I want to end this episode right because I'm, I'm kind of going over a little bit. I'm gonna go, probably go over a little bit. So before I end the episode, I'm gonna I'm talk about uh, Bill Russell the, after all the other stuff happened after Bill Russell. I mean, Bill Russell and Will Chairman got in the league, and when, when Will Chairman got in the league, and what happened after that? But um, I'll see you guys next episode when I'll finish up talking about Bill Russell and what happened to Bill Russell, whatever. We already know probably what happened, but I'll tell you. So just shut up and leave me alone. <laughs> but uh, I'll, y'all, I'll see y'all guys next episode. But before I go, you can go to listen to the uh, whatever you want to call a podcast on Stitcher. Or if not Stitcher, you can go on Spotify. If not Spotify or Stitcher, you can go on Apple Podcasts or Apple Music. Um, if you want to DM me for any, what, what you want to talk about, Bill Russell, who you think the GOAT is or whatever, you can DM me on Marquise95Sports, M-A-R-K-E-S-E-95Sports. You can DM me on my Instagram or you can DM me. When well, you're not DM me, you can t- uh, tweet me on my uh, Twitter on, at Marquise95Sports, M-A-R-K-E-S-E-95Sports. That's all together, both with Instagram and Twitter. That's all together. Or you can go to my Facebook page. You can message me, um, the whatever you want to call it podcast, and you you can message me, and I you never know I might answer it. I might answer it on the show. I'll see you guys next episode. Peace.